Torture. Andre one day comes up to me and he's like, I need to leave. And I was like, we're, we're in the it's 7 o'clock on the service. He's like, no, my wife is having a baby. <laughs> I, like, I need to leave. And I was like, oh, you need to leave. And Paula was standing beside me, sweet little Paula baby. And she was like, he told me that he wasn't married. And I was like, aw. I bet he did. <laughs> I bet, I he, bet did. he did. <laughs> and she was like, his wife is having a, his wife? And I was like, yeah, she's having a baby. And he was like, she was like, he said that he wasn't married. And I was and like. And turns out he has like five babies. Oh, he has like, he had like seven babies. He's like, I got a bunch of babies and a bunch of baby mommies and I'm married to this one. But he was like, whatever he was saying to Paula. And Paula was like, oh and my I was like, God. Oh, baby, no. Oh, no, you can't this believe anything This is a really great way thing. to start the podcast. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to Torture Jams. <laughs> <laughs> the only music trivia podcast with the songs you love to hate and hate that you know. <laughs> I'm your host, Ryan. Here with me always, my co-host, Katie. Hello. Our guests today are Kara and Mark. I'm going to let Katie introduce our guests because I've met them for the first time today and I don't know who they are. Uh, this is my first time meeting Mark, <laughs> but uh, Kara has been my boss. She is now my ex-boss. She is an amazing, talented, lovely chef Yay. that is now on to bigger and better things. I love this introduction. Thank you so much. Yeah, of course. It's beautiful, yeah. And this is the guy I'm sleeping with, Mark. <laughs> I'm Welcome, here too. Mark. Yeah. Mark's I'm here, here too. too. Katie and I have been working on this theme for a while because we both grew up with this style of country music, the 90s hits of country. We both feel like country is unfairly maligned because we love country music and uh, there's a lot of people who want to say that country music doesn't uh, do anything for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and fair. no, um, Garth Brooks exists and he is embedded in your soul. And I've super gotten into the like the outlaw country and yeah. there's a lot of fun things in country music that people do not recognize when they're just like, yeah. yeah, that's fair. So we want to remind people how great it was and how great it could be again if we could just make country great again. <laughs> and Shania tried. Shania <laughs> tried hard. Shania tried. Also, Dolly has been trying um, the yeah, whole time. She, Obviously, she, Queen well, Dolly she was, deserves a recognition. I'm she was saying. underwritten until uh, recently, quite Very frankly. Recently. She's finally yep. getting her... Well, I mean, I guess she had Dollywood forever. So, who knows? But, yeah. Dolly Parton, amazing. Great singer-songwriter. She does it all. Songwriter. Really. That should be, like, <laughs> emphasized. Yeah, writes her own shit, does her own, like, does her own hair. Does it mention Bud Light once? Did her own plastic surgery? (laughs) Who knows? Who knows? I believe it. Who knows? Yeah. So we are focusing today on what I would consider one of the last peaks of country music in pop music. Early 90s to mid 90s. And we're going to start off today with track one. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. Kara and Mark are going to try to figure it out. I'm ready. Bring it on. This is track number one. Okay. Oh, this is Leanne Rhymes, right? Yeah. Blue? Yes. Obviously. Yes, of course. Yes. I knew this immediately. And Leanne was like 15 or 16 yeah, when no. this was released. Baby. Baby. She actually, we got into a huge argument because, or not an argument, I suppose. I, like, undersold the fact that I thought that this was the cover of Patsy Cline. It is not. It's not. It is not. It I did not know that. It was like, it became like a weird, like, public myth that there was a passive yes. line song. So, yeah. Leanne. I grew up 
thinking this was a Patsy Cline song. I can honestly say I've never heard this song. <laughs> Not one you, time in my life. You didn't live in Nevada at age five? <laughs> no. Didn't you, you really know it. didn't grow up yeah. in Utah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I grew she, up in Warrensburg, Missouri. She's she, like a tiny like it was a big deal because she was like a tiny little blonde yes, girl. And her voice. Her voice is incredible. It sounds yeah. like a like a grown woman. Yes. Yeah. It's good. Are, right? are, we, are it's we still so going? Good. I mean, I Did feel I like she already course? did I, it. I, I feel like she starts off on the chorus. Yeah. On this one. <laughs> I think, like, and I feel like that was, like, a, where people were like, oh, there's, like, a tiny girl with a big voice. Like, yeah. everyone pay attention. It's like, it got a I, bunch I of media. I don't think that's an unusual thing for music for, at all. Like, yeah. when, when you find a tiny girl with a strong voice, people pay you, attention. you dive in. Yes. Uh, I mean, that's was only 13 when she recorded this hit cover titled Blue Damn. for her debut album, Blue, Jeez. released in 1996. Many believe this was originally a Patsy Cline song, but it was never actually recorded by her. It was originally written and recorded by Bill Mack, who was reportedly denied that he was inspired to write it about Patsy Cline. Oh. Because they were, like, in a, like, tryst. Interesting. Uh, they were friends. People assumed they were lovers. She, yeah. Patsy Cline did have a song called, had, having something to do with Blue. And I think that people... People were just like, oh, yeah. she's doing a cover. Yeah. Sure. Leanne Rimes won a Grammy Award for Best Female Country Vocal Performance for this rendition and allowed Bill Mack to win a Grammy Award for Best Country Song the same year after the success of the single nearly 40 years after he had originally written it. Katie and I got the chance to see Leanne Rhymes at a private event hosted on the field at Kauffman Stadium where the Kansas Royal City Royals play. That was a lot of fun. It was sort of a fundraiser where locals were invited to pay astronomical ticket prices <laughs> for this opportunity to have open bars and food from local vendors on the field. Katie was working in front of the vendors and we got free tickets. I worked at a cupcake stand yeah. that was enclosed by tarps in July. And you were just like sweating. Yes. You, you had to go on the top and work it. He got but, the... Uh, you, uh, you and your manager had to work the entire time. Uh, me and we your manager's boyfriend got to go up to the uh, super high there VIP was, section there was hang out with all the ball players. <laughs> there was an ice sculpture. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah, no. And they... all. I'll tell you the story after this, yeah. but yeah, they. We could have taken the, the moment to network, but instead we just drank everything they had and stole there. crab legs. That and sounds stole, appropriate. Yeah. Stole everything, and they were just like those people that were uh, disgusting in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those guys millionaires have crab legs in their out. <laughs> I did yell, uh, "Get it, girl!" While she was driving on, getting onto a gator, and she's like, "I don't want to wrinkle." And she that was. <laughs> what, that was what Leanne Rhymes said to me. I don't want to wrinkle. I don't want to wrinkle. Yes. Right. I love it. She was a baby. Like 13? Like. Yeah. Want a Grammy? Want a Grammy. Uh, yeah. Like yeah. Sure. At 13 yes. years old. Maybe the youngest. I, I didn't do enough research into that one, but probably the youngest person in history probably, to win right? a Grammy. If not yeah. the youngest, like pretty. Yeah, pretty yeah. I can't imagine else. a 12 year old winning a Grammy. No, like, like, that, no. you've got to be the it's youngest. It's unacceptable. Yeah, not possible. Yeah. Leanne Rhymes opened for the first concert, like actual like big concert I ever went to versus like a show. Was Ooh, like who's headlining? She opened, I think it was Tim McGraw. 
Okay. Okay. I'm with my parents. Like, it was, like, not, like, She a, puts on a great show. Yeah, it was great. It was awesome. Yeah. My my first concert was Garth Brooks when I had, Perfect. I was six. I saw the ticket stub, and uh, I fell asleep during the Thunder Rolls. Because <laughs> I was tiny. You're like, and like, I'm a baby. I, I had to be carried out, and people were laughing at me, according to, like, Fam, I love that. Like people were right. like, "Oh, how cute!" Awesome. Everything. Yeah. It was also the loudest song. Yeah, the loudest during, with the background. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, there was a full-on thunder show yeah. in the theater. Yeah. Like, was this during the period where he would come up from atop the stage on the I wires? I was six. Okay. Um, song <laughs> number two. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you were napping. Next one. Is this a watermelon crawl? <laughs> it is! <laughs> yeah. Who's Who saying it? it? Is it... Is it Tim McGraw? No. It's not. Let's go ahead. God damn it. I feel like I can see the video in my head. I, yeah, I'm not sure. <laughs> it's not Alan Jackson. It's not Tim McGraw. I don't think I know who that is. Fuck. I just cheated. <laughs> I don't know what? who it is, but I can I feel I can remember like driving my truck around like the town square in the tiny town I grew up in, like listening to that song, <laughs> wearing like cut off jean shorts and like a white tank top. Of course. I, yeah. I can like Makes remember sense. that. But I don't know who sang that song. It's a guy with a girl's name. Is it Ty something? That was no. Tracy Bird. Oh, all <laughs> her melon crawl. Fucking nope. Tracy Bird. Never would have come up with that. He's a tall fucker too, right? He's like a big dude. <laughs> I'm not sure if he I has that information. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's like a very tall guy. Tracy had over saying. 30 charting songs during his career, but his best known, it might be Watermelon Crawl from his 1994 album, No Ordinary Man. The song peaked at number four on the country charts and number 81 on the Billboard Hot 100. The song tells a story of a group of people who attend a watermelon festival in a small Georgia town and over imbibe in a watermelon-based <laughs> wine drink. After the mayor decides that no one can safely drive home, the festival ground engaged in a watermelon crawl <laughs> as they jokingly make their way back home. We've all been there. Oh, that makes sense. We've all been there. I believe all of that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I also remember where I saw that. It was right before I saw the Shania Twain, um, I don't know the name, the song with the one where, uh, Man, I Feel Like a Woman. Yeah. I, was, I mean, my, that's that. Yeah, that's right. song. Yeah. Yeah. Was, yeah. So it was like the CMT, like, top ten, and I was sitting at uh, Jake, you met my cousin Jake. Yeah. Yeah, I was sitting at his mom's house in Warrensburg, like, on the brown, shitty carpet, just, like, watching this big wooden box of a TV, and I saw that video, and then I saw <laughs> I Shania like, Twain, and then I saw the, the Billy Ray Cyrus with the single ski, water ski music video? No, nope, it's Alan Jackson. Alan Jackson. Oh. Okay, I don't remember the... <laughs> Jackson. Uh, I do not remember the music down, videos. Yeah, way down yonder on the Chattahoochee. Yeah. That song. 
Yeah. <laughs> it was like the yeah. top 10 of like 1996 or 7 or something. I also like, had very brown carpet. Yeah, 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 so yeah everybody did. All <laughs> of us knew what that carpet was. <laughs> and like the back it was of your super thighs soft. would have like that. Yeah. In, it was a yeah. soft carpet. I'm disappointed like, by the oddly, fact that like, modern technology like is not soft. It was like yeah. sections like. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yep. Okay, cool. So we all had the same carpet. Yeah. 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 Must have been 1995. All day. Yeah. We, we, we made an aesthetic change in my uh, house in Nevada where my mom was like, blue carpet is a good choice. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not. Nope. It's not. No. 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 It's better than brown. No. That's yeah. true. It is. Yeah. But no. I mean, brown shows no stains. True. It's Brown dirty. shows no stains. This is song number three. <laughs> She's an American girl? Yeah, Is it O's. she's an American girl? Oh, it's X's X's and and O's. That's yeah. really? That is okay. the, that is not a good title. Triple X, triple O's. Mm. Okay. Well, I disagree with the title. I'm yeah, no, saying. it should have been an American girl. She lost an opportunity. Well, it's, 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 yeah. uh, X's and O's American parentheses. Girl. American girl. Yeah. Yeah. Will you give it to her? Yeah, I'm gonna give you that one. Isn't Trisha Yearwood the one that was like banging Garth Brooks? She they're married still. They're married yeah. now. She actually but Speaking he was of married you, to someone else. She right? was. Okay. I mean, it's a, it's she a, was it's too, the same yeah. as a Bruce Springsteen type of thing. Like, <laughs> but it's like the country music version. And like, yes. It's Garth Brooks that people are just like, he just needs someone to love him. Yes, and they relate so well. Like, she was already They're a country music fine. star, you know? Okay. Yeah. Like, And she released a cookbook, actually. Doesn't she have a Food Network show, too? Yes. Yes. Good for you, Trisha. Seriously. She Good can't keep you. up with Garth's money <laughs> on the countryside. Yeah. Gotta do something else. I don't know. Maybe, she, maybe she's down. worth more now. I don't know. I don't know what Not in comparison. Not not in comparison. Not in Garth Brooks is the yeah. highest selling American music artist yeah, he, of all time. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he, yeah. Oh, I can't believe that. He, he shut guess. down the entirety of like when he the came Sprint to Kansas Center. City, like the block. They sold off for like... Yeah, they sold yeah. off like seven shows in a row, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, and like they, they started with off like, the entire like they started area like around three, it. and they sold out double sets every day. Yeah, yeah. And then so he went to five, and then he did a full seven. Yeah, yeah. And he sold fourteen shows in seven days. Yeah, something crazy like that. Yeah, so. it was, it's they always insane out. with Cross yeah. Brooks. I mean, yeah, she is. Unfortunately, she should be because the song is amazing and Trisha Yearwood is a fucking saint. Yeah. But, you know. Not the single she's most known for, but the one I know her best from, that was Trisha Yearwood with X's and O's. Yearwood originally hit it big in 1991 with her hit, She's in Love with the Boy. There you go. Yeah. But a four-year-old me latched on to X's and O's. <laughs> it's something I enjoyed singing as loud as I could in public spaces where I didn't think my mom was paying enough attention to me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Which is why it's being featured in today's quiz. Boy, it's especially fun for me to revisit this song because I really thought it was one, sung by a man, and two, might not exist. It's one of those songs that got stuck in the back of my head and only realized it was a real song until like a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. When, it, mm-hmm. when we went back through yeah. my history. Much like My Neighbor Totoro for a lot of other people. Trisha Yearwood and Garth Brooks very famously left their spouses for each other, mm-hmm. which is typically a tragic scenario, but I think it really fits the two of them and I'm happy they found each other. Aww. Like I said, Bruce Springsteen so did the same thing. Like yeah. he ended up having like Johnny a Cash and June Carter. Yeah, Exactly. Yes. Yeah. They found people that were relatable to each other later on in their life. The song peaked at number six on the Billboard country charts and has since been used as the theme song on Yearwood's Food Network cooking show, Trisha's Southern Kitchen, which is currently in its 12th season. Holy shit. Damn. It's Good been for a minute. You, Trisha. Yeah. yeah. I bet she has a bunch of ca- I bet she has a lot of casseroles in her arsenal. Yeah. That's a lot. A lot of casseroles. And uh, what do you call those uh, slow cooking pots? Crock-pots. Crock-pots. Yeah. Oh, but she has a lot of crock-pots and a lot, a lot of casseroles. I forgot to brag to you the other day. Um, I messaged Sarah, um, but the uh, my in my culinary class, I got the uh, best biscuits that she has ever had done by a student. I was like, you don't even Fuck know how many yeah. biscuits yeah. I made. You're like, bitch, yeah. I make biscuits so much yeah. every fucking weekend. I texted Sarah bitches. and I was like, it's yeah. all you. It's, it's all, all you. you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank you for this compliment. Thank you for biscuit compliment. I bet Trish makes a good biscuit too. Yeah, right? Track number four. This sounds eerily close to Watermelon Crawl. It does. Yeah. <laughs> the opening is very close. There's something about Nice Country that kind of sounds all exactly the same. I don't know. Down around sand and They treat you right. Party to the cows. I need the I need the chorus. What's funny is that you helped me make this list. (laughs) I don't remember this one. This one was your suggestion. That's what it is, right? With the cowgirls too. The artist. I I have a feeling that Trace Atkins is on this list, but I don't think that that's him. Well, didn't we already have Trace Atkins? No, we, wait, Tracy, no. right? Tracy Bird. Tracy Bird. Tracy Bird. This could be Trace Atkins, actually. You think? With the cowgirls, too. I think it's Trace Atkins, actually. You're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, yeah. Didn't nail it. Who is it? It's Vince Gill, and I have oh, no fucking oh, clue who Vince Gill is. Vince Gill yeah, but... loves Jesus. I know that about him. He had a lot of Jesus albums. Uh-huh. I know that. <laughs> right? Physical According to my notes, because yeah. I made this script about two weeks ago, uh, Katie picked this song. <laughs> so I'm not sure why she can't remember I'm it. Sorry, I like it. I failed you. <laughs> it's not I his the, biggest I knew the song. It's what the cowgirls do. I just didn't know it was like Vince Yeah, Gill. no. Like, I don't remember any of this. The song peaked at number two on the Billboard mm. Hot Country Singles charts. It's not his biggest hit or accomplishment. Vince has earned himself 22 Grammy Awards. Holy fuck. More than any other country singer in history. That's so weird. He's a side member of the Eagles and a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. He's married to Amy Grant. Oh, okay. She's Jesus-y, right? I mean, she sounds Jesus-y. Amy Grant does, like, Christian music, right? I I think all of them kind of do. Yeah, like, country and Christian is a little bit blurry. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah. They're all kind of Republican and Jesus y. With the exception of Garth Brooks. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He has a crazy resume for someone whose name I only know in slight passing, and it seems like the rest of us do too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> None of us are really sure, nope. right? Sorry for Pensacola fans who might stumble on this podcast, but yeah, he kind of sucks. And nobody like, <laughs> nobody that listens to this podcast this is, is going to really be Vince boring. Gill, I think, real fan. Yeah, no, I think he had a bunch of hits that were like gospel covers, and he did like a bunch of gospel CDs. So he might have been in the Jesus category of the... Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm reading back to my script here, and I think I might Grammys. have been a little bit drunk when I wrote this, because I just wrote, this dude sucks, this is boring bullshit music, fuck Vince <laughs> <laughs> Five. Yeah, what cowgirls did what? Yeah, what did they do? That's the question, really, for the cowgirls. I think they didn't exist. Exist. I, don't, I don't think it's, 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 it's thinking about the future. I don't think Vince ever figured it out. Or a so. hypothetical. Yeah. Is this Martina McBride? It sounds uh, like. Oh. It's not? It's Shania Twain, then, right? No. No? Here it comes. <laughs> I'm out of control. How did you get to me? When I saw them, could ever hurt me? Break my heart the way that you do. Is that is this is not Trisha, right? No, it's not Trisha Yearwide. It's Winona Winona. Yes! Winona, right? No, it's I'm sorry! I'm sorry! <laughs> My co-host is giving away it's, the answer. It's Winona, right? Okay. It, it was it, either Winona or Reba. It's Winona, Yeah, right? no, there's okay. no way that was Reba. There was no way that was Reba. Reba Winona. doesn't have that vocal range. Oh. <laughs> but she has, she, she has a very distinct voice, and that and, was not it. And she has her own sitcom, so Reba's well, she did. fine. Oh, I, I mean, that. girl oh, made her money. Yeah, Reba's fine. She's still Right. And she probably yeah. she probably has her own Clairol brand. Yeah, it's I bet fine. she does. Yeah, and she's she had that music video that like shattered glass ceilings when she oh, was like yeah. being a prostitute before it was cool. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, Reba yeah. was amazing. Reba, yeah. I bet you can buy things off the TV from her. Do you oh, remember yeah. when? Yeah. Oh, do you yes. remember when she's Ellen was cool <laughs> before she? Yeah, she's definitely sold somebody like a Ronco or Tissarie before. Do you remember oh, when yeah. Ellen broke like glass ceilings before she made friends with uh, oh, George yeah. Bush? And fucked all that up. Anybody else? And then, her, and then her wife got a bunch of like facial plastic surgery yeah. things. We were like, God, like Portia, we, we loved Portia you. Portia, we loved you. And she didn't need to do that. Yeah, no. Ellen was an icon at the same time as Reba. That was yeah. that correlation. But made friends with George Bush. Yeah. So fuck you, Ellen. Sorry. <laughs> That's the summation. The summation of the story. Fuck you, Ellen. Love you, Reba. Also, still, we love you, Reba. But this is not Reba. I got distracted. Did you get that or not? She did because of me. Yeah, okay. Katie, Katie yeah. and I got this together. Give me yeah. that one. 
Yeah. That was Winona Judd with No One Else on Earth. After some heavy searching, Katie and I were able to determine that Winona Judd has been trying to pass the singular name Winona, which might be her preferred nomenclature, but unfortunately doesn't seem to work in the same way as Sherry Madonna, because when I tried to look it up on Spotify, it just didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Winona. <laughs> And I, I recognize, after a lot of other searching, why she wanted to do that. Because she was originally part of a mother-daughter duo known mm. as the Judds with yep. her mother, Naomi. I, yep. And Naomi Judd, also not the Naomi Judd that we would want to, like, look for. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah. But, like, I, 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 I feel like I got confused with the Judd family with the Simons. Like, or I think it's Simons. Like, the Carl... Carly Simon or like oh, Carly yeah. Yeah, yeah. like they had like yeah. a troop of like daughters that formed a group I feel like the Judd family has a history and so like I confuse the two after sustaining decades of abuse Winona Judd <laughs> remember her mother's dreams of stardom but really if you see the name Winona alone That's you have to assume you're talking about Winona Ryder Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm. She saw Aliens in Fresno. (laughs) Winona Judd did have three hit singles from her self-titled debut album in 1992, but even though it's spelled differently, I feel like it's safe to say, if you remember Winona, you'll probably remember the kleptomaniac star of Heathers and Edward Scissorhands. Yep, 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 yep. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. No fault on you for trying Winona Judd. No, I remember this song. You just heard these uh, women singing those words. And now we're going to go to bonus rounds. Oh, was that already the fifth song? That was the fifth... Uh, yep, that yep. was the fifth song. I never wanted to end. This is fun. <laughs> yep, and that's why we have three bonus rounds, which yes. is very unusual. You have gotten... Uh, I think I did pretty good, right? Oh, you did You were three right? for five. Okay. I was like, I tried. And because we have three bonus rounds here, we're going to do one point each. You have three points. Okay. You are probably in the top five percent people who have actually done this show. <laughs> Most people do one out of five, but we curated <sighs> that okay, to like, her. I'm just, okay. She also just had a huge boner for a bunch of dudes. That was I the mean, summation. I Sarah, so I get it, yeah. That was yeah. the summation Sarah's of her show episode. was playing songs from when she was jerking off to, like, emo music yeah okay i get it yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) i met sarah i get it yeah i'm gonna play a song from an episode of king of the hill okay from an episode where they go to see a country music festival okay you have to tell me who the artist is that's singing it's a song written by peggy hill performed by a famous country star performed by a famous artist okay This is just the way God made you dream I think he personally looks like Kevin Bacon, but like as if he was like starving. Yeah. If that helps. Is it Alan Jackson? No. No. Is it George Strait? No. Did you not watch King of the Hill? No. He smoked oh, a boatload of weed. No. 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 It's not That's really. a different episode. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. 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 
You're thinking of Willie Nelson. Yeah. I always yeah, got this artist confused. Like I said, like he looks exactly like Kevin Bacon if Kevin Bacon starved himself. But I honestly yeah, can't. I don't yeah, remember I don't know that. that one. Yeah, that was Randy Travis. Randy Travis singing, singing yep. okay. "I Have okay. a Boggle Trophy." I mean, yeah, sure. Randy Travis. Okay, that makes Bonus sense. Bonus right. number two. What is the name of Garth Brooks' alter ego, and what does he have in common with Michael Jordan? Ah, oh, fuck! It's Chris something. It's Chris Rains. Oh, very Chris close. Rains? Very close. Chris Gain. Oh, Chris Gaines, right? It's Chris yeah, Gaines. Yeah, Gaines, right? Yeah. And what does he have common with... Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan? I don't know what he has in common with Michael Jordan. You're a half point Chris for Gaines. Chris Gaines, yeah. but what does he and Michael Jordan have in common? Well, Chris Gaines is a girl, though, right? Mm-hmm. No, no, that's no. Just a long that's, hair and a lot of eyeliner. It's just like he's kind of emo well, right? when he's yeah. Chris Gaines. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Right? Yeah. He's kind of yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I do love the idea. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> <still woman. laughs> I mean, like, not and never was, but like the, the Chris Gaines thing was like the eyeliner, the yeah. emo coming to play country music and was yeah. like, a, "You're not fooling anybody, but tried really hard." I'm gonna give you a, a, a massive hint. What did Michael Jordan do in the '90s other than play he basketball? He retired from the Played NBA. Baseball. He played Chris baseball. Chris Gaines played baseball. baseball? Right? Yeah. Garth Brooks played a season Which, of baseball. He retired from music in order to become a triple A baseball player. That actually makes a lot of sense because he, Garth Brooks was the like official um, MLB singer of like Take Me Out to the Ball Game for the seventh inning stretch for a long time. For several years, like every time that you were like, take me out to the ball game during the seventh inning stretch, like every MLB team would like have Garth Brooks on their big screen. Really? I, didn't, yeah. I don't remember that. Yeah. But yeah, like he... That makes sense. He I tried to play... the Chris Gaines thing. Yeah, I only know about it because of football head. That makes sense, yeah. yeah. He tried really hard to play baseball. Okay. That checks out. So, Trisha Yearwood and Leanne Rimes mm-hmm. released a version of the song, How Do I Live, on the exact same day in 1997. Yeah. Are you sure it was Trisha yes. Yearwood? Yes. Yeah. Both ultimately became massive hits for the artists. I'm gonna play oh, the we have first to guess 30 seconds of okay. each song. Okay. You have to tell me which one is Trisha Yearwood and which one is Leanne Rhymes. Okay. Totally it sounds younger. Totally I think Trisha has more violin. That's why. Like, 
That's Leanne. You're crying. Yes. Like, man, I feel really. The first one was Trisha Yearwood. The second was Leanne Rhymes. Leanne Rhymes was only 14 years old when she recorded. It did not sound like a 14 year old. Very nasally. It was recorded. She doesn't have lungs to do it. She's 14. (laughs) (laughs) She didn't get it out of there. They hadn't developed yet. The, the song was recorded for the soundtrack to the... Armageddon? Is that what it is? Con Air. Con, Con Air. Con Air. Yes, Con Air. <laughs> One of those, like, the world is ending, everything is going to shit. However, you God are misremembering damn it, because, Sean Connery. because they asked Trisha Yearwood to do the soundtrack to Con Air because they assumed that Leanne Rimes was too young to be put on the soundtrack considering oh. how violent and sexual the movie was. I'm thinking of That's true. That's true. Both She's versions were successful. Yearwoods went to number 23 and was her only song to hit the mainstream I charts. Really really? It, I really yeah. thought it was oh. Martina McBride that did the other one. No. Are you sure? Yeah. No, you're right. 100%. Yeah, you re- no, I, it was? Yeah. Okay. I'll believe you. I don't believe him. Also, it might not be appropriate to have like a 14-year-old like working a full-time job as an artist. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just saying. Maybe. I have no qualms with that. Like, I maybe. <laughs> I mean, you gotta work. You gotta work. <laughs> Gotta make some money. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, maybe... If you aren't making a solid six figures by the time that you're 15, you're a failure. I I mean, my my kid is seven, and I, like... (laughs) (laughs) Tip fucking chop, bitch. Mommy does not have a job anymore. Have an ambition. Do you know how happy that kid from Jerry Maguire is now? Leanne Rhymes was making fucking... She had a fucking Grammy at 14. Yeah. Yeah. Get up here, bitch. I do legitimately want to hear this entire song when we're done with this podcast. So, what? Wrap which, it up. which one? Uh, that song from Con Air. The How Do I Live the, Without the You? What's the song without you? What's the song from? Me and Carol will sing it to each other because yeah. we're the only <laughs> ones that know this song. I know that song from <laughs> Con Air because I watch Con Air at least once a year. <laughs> yeah, it's a great yeah. movie. Remember, and it makes sense because, but, like, do you remember, the entire movie itself, like, doesn't make it weird if she did that song in that film. But, like, the last 20 seconds of Steve Buscemi in the movie, yes. he's, like, sitting with a girl at a table, like a little kid. Where, nobody knows where this kid came from. They were, yes. like, in the desert at an abandoned hangar. And he's just, like, sitting at a table with, having tea with some, like, nine-year-old girl for no reason. I like have a, a child molester yeah. rapist cannibal. I love yes. this commentary over this song. I haven't seen Con Air since I was little. So do you my dad think that he USA killed the girl or that he didn't? No, 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 he didn't kill the girl. No, I don't no but, but do you think that he didn't or is that like the producers couldn't show him not killing the girl? I don't think that he did. Also, he, the, based, on the, the, based on the way that they like played it out in the end, he did not kill they like had some selective shots like maybe like oh no like he got up what if we weren't afraid of ratings could we have killed and raped the girl I don't think so man I don't think that's okay also I I don't know maybe like three months ago four months ago during the pandemic my younger sister texted me and she's like very happily married her husband is cool as shit his name is Atlas, and she texted me, and I was like, hey, do you have a second? I was like, I need to talk to you about something, and I was like, I'm at work, what's up? And she just texted me, and she was like, oh, 
Oh, we can talk on the phone later, but I want you to think about this. Atlas just told me he's never seen Con Air, and now I'm not sure if he should be married. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's but fucking I was like, fair. So he needs to watch it right now. Yeah. I legitimately and don't like, remember. What? I don't remember the details, because, like, I grew up with a dad who constantly watched USA. I have yeah. seen Con Air. Yeah, because he was on USA. Oh, Con Air, The Rock. I remember yeah. The Rock yeah. very yeah. thoroughly, but I Another don't remember I Con Air very well. I don't well. even like Nicolas Cage, but, like, no, I will Nicolas watch Cage Con Air. Nicolas Cage is the worst. He argues No, I love Nicolas Cage. I think, he's, I think, one he's, the, I think he's one of the greatest actors of all Him time. and Matthew McConaughey, worst actors. I would agree. Leaving, leaving Las, Las Vegas, Vegas is fucking oh, okay. Yeah, leaving Las Vegas is fucking dope. Yeah. It's fucking incredible. Con Air is not a great movie. You can't have just like, like one great it. film and say it's also, like, like incredible. But at the same time, yeah, exactly. your not favorite a great movie, movie of all time is Point Break. So, like, <laughs> why are you coming at me? You can't be talking shit about Con Air. You can't be talking shit about Con Air. I'm not talking shit about Con Air. I'm talking about Matthew McConaughey and Nicolas Cage. Matthew McConaughey's They're not in They're one note. Movies. They're one note. They're one note. Fuck, yeah, fuck Matthew McConaughey, but, like, Nicolas Cage knows I how mean, to act. Like, yeah, I'm embarrassed about how many movies of Nicolas Cage's that I like. Oh, baby! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, face. So, so good. So good. So <laughs> I'm going to tell them this story. We, you can cut this out of the podcast, but like, I had never seen Face Off before. You've not seen Face Off. And so Mark and I watched it one night when we were both kind of drinking. A couple weeks, months ago? Yeah, it's so we watched recently. it. Yeah. And then, after we watched the movie, which I had never seen before, we were doing adult things in the bedroom <laughs> I'm just convinced <laughs> the waterfall and that was that <laughs> and was just like I'm here I'm gonna go and then was just like I will never talk to you again <laughs> but I thought it was funny I mean <laughs> it was like, yeah it was fucking hilarious <laughs> The best sex is like, when you can joke around yeah. about like, while you're having like, sex. Exactly. <laughs> what? Like, what? Nicholas Cage? It's such a weird, it's a a weird thing. Yeah, no, it's what? fucking weird. It's fucking also, weird. Like, just a family thing of, like, John Travolta <laughs> to just be like, yo. We've just adopted these children face. now. <laughs> and now you're my child. Now, I in the movie you. in general, like, obviously there are things that are unrealistic about it. Of course. But they don't... <laughs> We're getting into a deep conversation about face-off What was unrealistic about face-off? But the thing that pisses me off about it is they, like, don't even... Their explanation of why, like, Nicolas Cage and uh, John Travolta, like, switch body styles, builds, like, they're clearly not physically the same shape. (laughs) And their explanation is just like, well, we're going to take your face off, we're going to put his face on your face, and then your body's just going to adjust. Your body will adjust to his your new face. My body's like, oh, I have this new face. So my body's just, like... Immediately loses seventy pounds, becomes yeah, right, smaller. like right. Th- John Travolta is yeah, no. It's, it's not that they couldn't have found a way to explain it. It's the way that they did explain it was like ah, magic. It's cool. But like your your body will adjust to your new face. It will happen. So what do you guys got to pitch here? Like we we have we don't know how to end this show. We've never really figured this out. But like, what have you guys been watching lately? What do you have no. to recommend oh, to the people? To the people to watch or to listen? Yeah, to? yeah. like to anything, watch. like any type of media that you are enjoying right now that you want to plug. Well, I used to have a job that I worked like seventy five hours a week at, so I didn't get a chance to listen to a lot of things or enjoy a lot of things. But 
Now I'm really into podcasts about murder because I'm a white bitch and like that's yeah, what that white bitches sense. are into. They're like true crime. Love it. Um, yeah. I've been really into anything about the Bell Witch lately. I've not sure. heard about that. Yeah. She's a bad bit. Like, oof, it's really interesting. It's like the oldest haunting in America. So I've just been like researching Ooh. about like this haunting and like opening portals to like the dead and just like seeing where that could lead. I don't know. That's fair. We'll On a uh, like slightly lighter note, um, <laughs> at work, I like continually play the same stuff over and over again. Like my Spotify plays like your top songs for 2017 is the same from 2016 to 2020. <laughs> <laughs> They're all the same every time. It's, and, it's like, the same. Yeah. Thankfully, my cook's like, all right, she has to play music, like, whatever. It's not bad. They just, like, let it ride. And then one of my cooks recently was like, hey, man, what if you just Googled playlist, um, throw another shrimp on the Barbie? So I Googled it, and there was one. And now we've just been, like, going through, like, what's the weirdest thing you could possibly think that someone would make a playlist for? It's like, hmm, how about, like, skate park 40-ounce rap songs? <laughs> Okay, so, like, punk rap songs, but, like, just songs about 40s and booties. Cool. And, like, there's a playlist for almost yeah. everything. Like, Rooftop Crawfish Boil. It exists. Backyard Pinata Party. Like, somebody made a playlist for that on Spotify. You can just look them up. And so it's he's plugging weird-ass so mixes. Plugging backyard <laughs> Pinata Party. That's what we're if into. Like, right I don't now. know what I want to listen to, and I don't care. Just, like, plug in a playlist that just says, like... PBR bull riding sombrero event and like somebody has that playlist in Spotify somewhere. That's fair. So check out PBR <laughs> sombrero backyards. What do you say? Bull a bull riding, riding event. Like it, it exists somewhere. If you it like does. the show yeah. and if you like PBR sombreros, like and tell your friends. <laughs> you can reach out to the podcast at torturejams at gmail let me know any songs you think you should be on the show or any issues you have with our guests because <laughs> I will forward you their content <laughs> info <laughs> so that you can yell at them in person. We won't respond. We won't respond. <laughs> Turns out. Actually, I probably will, like, angrily respond. <laughs> got a lot to say. That's all we got tonight, guys. Bye. Bye. All right.